Can I have your attention, please? It is now time for the moment everyone has been waiting for. Tea time with T and Robin. Okay. All right. That sounds awesome. Oh my God! Okay, yeah. it's happening. Everybody, stay calm. What's the procedure, stay everyone? Calm. What's the procedure? Stay calm. Wait, 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 wait. You, you knew it. Everyone, I am back. We are back. It's tea time with Robin. Woo, that was a lot right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I am back. I'm gonna, I gotta take it easy. I'm excited to be back. Um, I apologize. I had to cancel last week because I was under the weather, but we are back. We are back. We are, we're vibing right now. We are coming off a big win. First of all, first. How are you doing, Robin? I am fine and dandy. Okay, I good. Glad that you're feeling better. Yes, it was bad it, out here. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy in Wyoming as well in terms of influenza and all kinds of stuff going on. So I hope anybody who's listening is staying healthy. Yes. I'm just glad you're on the mend. Yes. But, oh, my God, that Kansas City game. So you need to fess up. You, Me? yes, you do. You need to fess up to our listeners and tell them when you decided that you weren't going to watch the game anymore. Okay, so <laughs> it's the game, great game. I'm I ride and die with my team, but I said I wasn't <laughs> feeling well, and I said I am not going to watch a game, I'm not feeling well. And see this team do what it did when it came to what the the, um, the uh, oh my god Philadelphia um, well, who else Detroit uh, not Detroit New England yes uh, Denver I was like nope not doing it saving myself going to bed text Robin good night <laughs> and that was it that was it but then. Then she woke up. I woke up, went to the bathroom and said, oh, my God, should I check the score? So I checked the score. I was like, oh, we won. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I went back to the bathroom with my phone and looked at the last play. And I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't see that. No. But man. I'm glad we won. So, yeah. Ooh, what yeah. a different conversation we would be having today. Oh, my God. Tony. Ugh. Because I'm not sure, seriously, that play happened. And I was watching because I'm a masochist and I'm, you know, I'm going <laughs> down. I'm, I'm going down watching this team no matter what. Right. But when that play happened, I was like, oh, my God, you're kidding me. And then the and, and then the penalty happened, but it I'm still freaking out though because but did you that, know the penalty happened though? Did anybody know? No, because after he threw the they ball, threw the, right? They threw the flag before the play was over, but they let the play continue, which they don't always do that. And so the play happens, and I'm thinking to myself, the first thing, because you know, the first thing you're gonna think of is how many more times can we be traumatized by this team? 
Right. How many more times can we do 13 seconds? How many more times can we do this with this team? And then the flag comes around and so on. Um, I was like, oh, wow. What did I just see? Uh, yeah. So we won a game that absolutely had to win. Yes. And that's a Meant good a thing. Meant a lot. Meant a lot. That's a good thing. And it's three times in a row going into Arrowhead during the regular season. You know what? I don't care. Okay. So you guys beat us in the playoffs. You know, we do a pretty good job going to Arrowhead and kicking yes. your butt. I mean, I think we're one of the teams. Um, I think it's us. I think it's the Bengals. And I think it's one more, one other team that can win in Arrowhead. Yeah. It's not like, you know, we get shook. Yeah. Right now, Bill- jo- Josh is saying right now, that's my second home. sorry that doesn't surprise me that That probably was a dig my bad whatever surprise me one bit okay so we have to move on because we want to make sure you save your voice so what good you start what good came from this game so some good i thought the offense um joe brady called a good game i thought he played a um Called a good game the first uh, first half. Um, Josh looked good. Joe Brady spread that ball around to what, nine different players. Um, the main player, of course, was Cook. I thought Cook played an outstanding game. Um, he got a little winded, a little bit because they were, um, you know, I don't think overuse is the word I want to use, but I thought that. Maybe the timeouts, um, giving him a timeout, maybe is helping him and uh, mm-hmm. making him understand how important he actually is to this offense. He looked just so good um, catching the ball off the backfield, catching the ball in the middle of the field, um, running with the ball. Like his cuts were just, he just, he looks so smooth. He does. You know, so I, I thought that was something that, and the O-line, I thought the O-line the first two, first two quarters were, you know, that defense, that Chiefs defense is real. Like mm-hmm. we have gone, the Buffalo Bills have gone up against some great defenses this season, and the Chiefs is, is no difference. They go, they'll be going up another good defense against um, Dallas, and we'll talk about that too. But I think this Chiefs defense is for real, and mm-hmm. Chris Jones is was causing havoc in the second half. I mean, he did cause havoc in the first two quarters, but all in all, I thought that O-line held up. I mean, Osiris, Osiris, Osiris Torrance, my bad, excuse me, is um is no longer a rookie. You, like when you are 14, 15 games in, your, your rookie season is now, you're not a vet, but that rookie is no longer. So I think he's having an awesome first season. So he handled his own. I mean, he had a bad rap. Anybody's going to have a bad rep against Chris Jones, but yeah. Me. yeah, great, great job. That's well, some of your gut on my list. It's so funny. You took my list. Mm. Uh, I, the first thing I had on my list was to talk about James Cook because I think he will be pivotal when we talk later on about the Dallas game coming up, but I love the way Joe Brady is using him and call, you know, yes, he'll, he'll get Latavius Murray 
on the field and people are saying, why, you know, why are you changing up, whatever? I don't have a problem with that because of what you said. Let him mm -hmm. sit on the sidelines and catch his breath. Because that dude in yards after catch. Oh, is a yeah. Beast. He's an absolute beast. And he kind of, and I don't want to say this, you know, is heresy or whatever, but the way that he catches the ball and runs with it reminds me just a little bit of Thurman Thomas because mm. Thurman Thomas was also really, Oh God, he had, he had soft hands and he could run after the catch the same way. And I'm, I'm happy to see James cook kind of coming into his own. I think this is the time also when you want to see a player start to really excel and he was a rookie last year and, and, a lot of rookies hit a wall around yes. this time. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to mention that when you were talking about Osiris Torrance, because I'm not seeing any rookie wall signs from him either. Right. So that's that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, other other thing on my list, tight ends are a blessing. Yes. It was very nice to have both tight ends in the game. And I expect that we're going to see more usage of that as time goes on. And that will make me very happy because both tight ends together pose a real problem in that, in that 12. In that now, 12. do you like the 12 person personnel or do you want to see a wide receiver out there? I mean, Sherfield was out there for, he caught, actually caught a ball. Like a I said, shot? nine different people. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, when you put a, t a tight end, you're taking off a wide receiver. Right. And right. I mean, it, this was not one of my goods, but um, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just clicked to me with digs, but um, I don't know. I <clears throat> Now, I don't know who wanted the 12, 12 uh, personnel. Was it something Sean and, and Bean? Um, was it a Ken Dorsey thing? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I, I this might sound mean. I would rather see um, Kincaid out there. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I, I just love what how well, Kincaid catches the ball. And, yeah, he's a pure athlete with hands. Yes with the softest hands and as much as I love Dawson Knox and I think that he's come a long way as a blocker and, and as a tight end, I just don't find him to be reliable as a receiver because he drops so many passes. He just does. His and he's so are... typical. He's definitely your typical tight end. Yeah. He is. He is. He's a typical tight end where, where Kincaid is that, you know, in between oh. or where he could play in a slot he can, you know, wide receiver. Zion. He also makes everything look so effortless. Yeah. It just looks like everything he does just flows. Mm -hmm. And I I can't wait to see what he does as he becomes more familiar with the NFL. And, and, and the offense. Becomes, yes, playing in that offense. Okay, one more thing that I, I wrote down here from the game. More Shakir, please. I, that was one of the things, <clears throat> excuse me, that was like, 
Okay, it's no Shakir and there's no Davis. One, you got to give me one of them. Yeah. And right yeah. now I'll take uh, Gabe's in my doghouse. Um, and, and then one last thing, Tim Settle. We had a Tim Settle sighting. I was watching yes. him. And I think he played his best game this season. Yes. And I don't know what the PFF numbers are, and I don't care. I just know what my eyes tell me. And I thought that he played a much a much more polished game mm -hmm. than than he has. And I thought he had a pretty good game. So that that was my list. The good. Finally. I mean, I don't know if Tim Settle will be here next year, but um, they picked him up because they seen something in Washington to make them go out and, and you know, get it, get the contract and bring them to Buffalo. And last year was disappointing. I know, I know he lost weight and wanted to be leaner coming in this season. So hopefully it continues yeah. into this yeah. Dallas game because they're definitely going to need him because we oh. don't have, we're not going to have AJ Epinesa because he's a week to week right now. Yeah, and that's a loss. That's a big loss for sure. We have to hope that Von Miller is up to, you know, showing he showed signs also. I think that, that he's starting to turn the corner. You know what? For me, <coughs> excuse me, every time I see Von play, and it's just one particular, and I know, I know players set themselves up and set plays up to for later on. I understand that. But that one play where he kicks out so wide to where you're leaving a lane for the quarterback to just run right up through, and you can't leave Patrick Mahomes a lane that wide, you know. And I, 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 I do, he did play much better. He looked much better. I want to say the brace is off. I don't, I didn't see the brace. I didn't. So, yeah, I didn't see it either. So yeah, and so the people. That we're saying, and I'm I'm putting aside all the personal issues he has, mm -hmm. it, to say this, focusing mostly just on his football. But there were a lot of people earlier in the season who were, when he first came back, were like, "Oh, he's you know he's not going to be he's no good." Blah 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 blah. These ACLs take time, and especially if you have one a position where you're bending, and He's very bendy, yes. first of all, and so his knee has to go where he's going. And I imagine that in the rehab, there's a process to that, mm -hmm. and it takes time. So he's it almost looks like he's using these games during the regular season as a warm-up. If they make the playoffs, he'll probably be in much better shape yeah. than he was when he first came back. Right, but right. anyway... I digress. Yeah. Oh, that's all good. <coughs> Excuse me. We're Sorry. Let me cough. Yeah. While we talk about <laughs> while we talk about the concerns from this game. Ah, concerns. My concern. Mm -hmm. My main. My main concern is Diggs, right? And his drops. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on. It, it's um, mm -hmm. it's kind of concerning. Most of them. Most of the time when the ball is thrown in the digs, he catches it or there's a flag or something going on. So that this game, there was a lot of drops from digs. There were. And I'm like, all right, is is he hurt and he's not 
they're not saying anything. How would we know? Right. I mean, if it's really a, if it's really an injury, he has to be on the injury report, and he's not. Um, and I know they played. She or um, oh my god, forgot his name. Played him very very well. Uh, I forgot his name. I can't think of his. I don't know if it was Muduffy. It's not. I don't think it was Muduff. But anyway, they played him really, really well on D, and, and, and I'm, I'm going to give them that because they played Diggs really well. So they it did. could be that. But also too, he had opportunities to catch the ball, and it just was not there. But, one more thing. Yeah, one more thing I want to say about Diggs. I'm hating this um, wide receiver screen. I really wish they would throw it in the garbage. And I get it set up another, set up some other play. So I get it, but I can't stand the throw to Diggs right there, and you're supposed to block for him, and he gets maybe two. That it doesn't that play well. pissed me off work. the whole game. It doesn't work well at all. <laughs> Watch out! I'm sick and watching this play, and I'm Jeez. like, son of a biscuit! <laughs> Don't want to do it no more. Right. But yeah, that's one of my concerns. No more. I get it. Okay. So aside, we do have to deal with the issue, don't we, that Kadarius Tony really saved the def- the narrative about this defense. Because if that play had gone the other way, yeah. we'd be having a whole different conversation about the defense. Yeah. So that's something that we have to bear in mind and it kills me that this team this bills team seems to be vulnerable to those kind of trick plays and andy reed is known for him yeah but how do you prepare for that i mean you 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 just can't my goodness though seriously we all would just be having it's also it's also New England used to get Buffalo all the time with something. All yeah. the time. Always. Always. It's always a, a fake punt or whatever. Or, you know, it was just, they used to do, oh, it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> it's, it, it could be something very silly. And you're just like, what was that? Can they do that? Yeah. And of course, Bill looked at the playbook or, or the, something and said, oh, you know, if you do this or you do that. Hmm, I think we can do it, guys. It's, yeah. it's, I, I read it. It's not there. <laughs> we got schnockered so many times by them. Yes. Cool. Okay. Uh, the other concern I have from the game, and it's not from the game itself, but it's that I really think that Micah Hyde probably should not be playing. Again. And may have played his last game. Like I'm not sure he should play another game. This is the second stinger. Those stingers are warnings. They are. And he was big. hitting his leg against the ground. And I'm like, okay. I mean, he's the hit, but boom. I'm like, the guy came on and like, touched his leg and said, okay, let's not do that. And, but prior to that, Robin, he got hurt. Yes. They took a timeout. Yes. To show him so he could stay in the game. And maybe two plays later, he was back down again. Exactly. It's, like, it's Micah Hyde. And I'm like, Micah Hyde is done for the day. 
let's just be done. Can y'all put Hamlin in there? I don't know if Hamlin is for Poyer and Rap, Rap is for Micah. So, but whatever the case may be, take him out. Put Cam Lewis in, put whoever in, but take Micah Hyde out. Because I want Micah Hyde and his family to to have communications. Yes, and I had emergency neck surgery about 20 years ago and have a bad neck. So I understand the danger that he's putting himself in. Every time he plays. Every time he plays. And believe me, I look at him and the only thing I can think of is, dude, in 20 years, you're going to be me and you're going to hate yourself because you do not want to have neck problems for the rest of your life. And I'm afraid that's exactly the way he's going. It's yeah. Oh, it will. It will. I will be shocked if he doesn't have more problems down the road. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he, I just don't think that there's, I mean, I've never been a professional athlete and I understand it must be just incredibly difficult to have your career in jeopardy that way. Like Eric Wood. Yeah, I, yeah he stopped. I was having a conversation with Eric Wood because Eric Wood quit. Like yeah. as soon as he found out that he, you know, he was at risk, he quit. He said, they and, said it, they couldn't even do surgery on Eric Wood because it was so risky. Yeah. And that guy, he went and had another second opinion. And the guy said to him, Eric, I can promise you if you get hit in a spot, you will get you will be paralyzed, and I think for that that was just enough. Eric had at the time he had a really young young son or a daughter. One of them was already born. I don't know which um, daughter. I think and, okay, and yeah, I mean, he's got babies, and so does Micah Hyde. Matter of fact, wait, no. Matter of fact, he the decision was she was pregnant. She would she just gave birth, right. And the decision needed to be made. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, she was so. in labor. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, but this is the conversation should be had between Micah and Eric. Because well, I think British, yeah, yeah. Eric would offer him a tremendous amount of yeah. support. And yeah. it's painful to watch, but it's his time. And yeah. the same thing for, for Tredavious White. We haven't heard a word. I know. And I know. It, it, my heart hurts for him because, because he was, they're not saying anything. No. And somebody said that he deleted his Instagram account. But if I remember right, he used to do that at the beginning of every season, like mm -hmm. deactivate his social media because he didn't want the noise right. in his head. So I'm hoping that, that that's what, you know, that's what's going on. But my heart goes out to him because he had such a difficult rehab and he was just getting back to speed and then boom, right. Achilles. And that's that kind of injury for a corner. He really risks. If he does come back, he won't be the same in no. terms of speed and that sort of thing. He might be better off playing safety, but he might also feel like, cause Tredavious, I've always had the feeling about him that he was, he loves football, but I don't think that's his whole life. No, his, his whole family life is his family in, mm -hmm. in being back in Louisiana where he grew up and making a difference in kids' lives there. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what he's all about. I think he will be fine. 
Yeah. Um, because like you said, his foundation is is solid. Um, he's definitely he's a definitely a football dude. Yeah. And the fact that his injuries has been late in his in his career. So he's had a career. We know we know Trey White is a football and his position, Trey White was all pro. Yes. We know that. Um it's just the walking away for him probably will be difficult, but his foundation is good. Um, yeah. but yeah, but let's talk about I, I had one more adjustments at halftime. Oh. Um that second half. What? I don't know. I don't know what's like I get so nervous. Like we get up 17 to 7. Wow. And then it's like, okay, they're gonna go into halftime. <coughs> Excuse me. They're gonna have some peanut butter and jelly. And they're gonna forget about how to play when they come back out. And that's what happened. Like they allowed them back in the game. Like these costly mm-hmm. penalties, these like y'all still wake up. Like, come on. You know, they had the ball in the first possession and did nothing with it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, with two turnovers and no points off of turnovers. That AJ Epinesa reminded me of Gregory Rousseau last year. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, AJ, that's your that's your thing. That's your snip. You just go up there, you catch it. You know what I mean? And it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, that was nothing. All right, great. All right. All right In defense right. of 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 the second half thing, I will say this, and it's not, it's not an excuse, if you will, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but Andy Reed, I think is probably the best adjuster oh, yeah. of a game plan. I think he's even better than Belichick and they both are right up there. Yeah. But, but Andy Reed, he can make adjustments at halftime. It's like he comes out, they come out, the team comes out, and Spag, their mm-hmm. defensive coordinator, he's very good. Very, yes. But I, you're right. It's like, okay, you're done playing at halftime because you're up by three points. Really? I don't care. It's just, it's just like they start, <clears throat> it's like the defense play well, first two quarters. And it's like something Sean went near and said, okay, guys. We're going to go out here and we're just going to pray, pay, play preventive defense now. Okay, guys, we're not going to get allow nothing behind us. Keep everything in front. Allow them to catch the ball. Allow them to run. <laughs> we're just going to be ourselves back there and win this game and go home. Like, no, no. no. Well, put your no. foot on their neck and continue. And please get points off of turnovers. If you get a turnover, what that does to the defense, if you don't get at least a field goal, defense were out there working their butts off and the offense comes out one, two, three out. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's got to stop. It's, it, it sucks. It sucks. Does suck. Uh, We got to talk about it. Let's move on to our, our, um, our guy, the face of the uh, the NFL, Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Hey. The hey. face. What was that after the game? 
What was to, it? Right, going up to our guard and saying, "Hey, Josh, you see that? Uh, freaking Philly." So I was just like, "Fat." I cracked seconds. up because Josh Allen handles those situations so well. He, he does. He he does. He really handles those situations well. He's like standing there, and Patrick's having a spasm, and and Josh is just kind of standing there, and he's walking. Patrick's walking away, yelling and screaming, and doing whatever he's doing. And another thing. <laughs> yeah. By the way, but Josh is like Mr. Cool, and he was asked about it in press conference, and said asked about whether or not Patrick followed up afterwards, and he said, "Yeah, but he said I told him it's just football." It's a it's an emotional game. It is. He doesn't take it personally. <clears throat> but Patrick Mahomes behaving that way is kind of different. Yeah. This is a I'm I'm gonna be quite honest. This is a Chiefs team I have never seen before. Like they're vulnerable right now and they know it. And I think that's what's bothering them because it was Chiefs and everybody else. Now it's Chiefs well, and everyone. Everybody else. Yeah. So it's if anything, their 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 armor right now is cracked. A little. And bit. I had to I had to laugh at the media because they they're like, oh my god, he might have to play a playoff game on the road. <laughs> oh, my god. oh, how unfortunate for Patrick. I mean, they were calling it. What were they calling it before the invite, the invitation, the um, Arrowhead invitation? You come to play a game. We don't. We just roll out of bed. <clears throat> Excuse me. We roll out of bed, and we go to our house, and we win. Like so, I don't. You're not gonna find a Bills fan feeling sorry for Chiefs fans or the Chiefs at all. Sorry. Not and I don't thing. think that's what they want anyway, because they're a type of an organization and fan base that'll say, we'll prove you wrong. We can go on the road and win, and we're still going to win the Super Bowl, and we're gonna, it's going to be much better doing it that way anyway. You know, so I, I miss me with all that. Like, miss me with it. I just think that they're vulnerable, and I love it as a, as a Bills fan. I just hope I just wish that we were in a better position mm-hmm. to say stuff and do stuff. We're seven and six, right? And the way things are falling right now with Miami, and we'll talk about that. Um, the Bills have an opportunity. Maybe two weeks ago, we were on this pod, and we both were just like, you know, whatever happens. But right now, this hope. The Good. swagger with this team right now, the cracks that's happening in the NFL with other teams is giving this fan base some, okay, we, we can come on out a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. If, if the Bills win out the way they should, and even if they do lose against Big F, Dallas, we'll, we'll still be in a good position, mm-hmm. you know? So I like how everything is going. Their destiny, yes. Yes. And that's so true. That's that statement, because you can say that the Bills control their own destiny. But seriously, they control their own destiny right now. They totally do. And it looks freaking amazing, Robin. Yeah. 
the next four games look freaking amazing. This is going to be a tough task for Dallas. Yes, it is. But after that, we got the Chargers, who their quarterback just went down. Yeah, New England. Just I, that's nasty, too. That's so sad with Herbert. Um, New England. We don't know it's Zappy. We don't know it's Zoopy. We don't know it's it's Matt Jones, macaroni cheese, and whoever. And then we have <laughs> Miami. So it's a beautiful thing. Chef's kiss. Wow. So absolutely, absolutely. I, bring it on. Bring it and on. I'm I'm going according to what we said last week. I'm doing this week to week. Yes. Okay. We won against Kansas City. It okay. wasn't pretty, but they somehow managed to win again there. Now on to Dallas, focusing on Dallas, go from there. And I just can't as a fan, maybe it's because I'm old. I don't want to waste my mental energy. Mm-hmm. Well, if we have to do this and what are we for? Yeah, I I'm can't not, do that. I'm not, that. There's not people it. on Twitter that does that. Well, you know, if they lose, we win. And I'm like, we're still in 11th spot. So all of that did what? Did nothing for me. It made me more confused. So this is what I'm doing. We yep. win, we're in. That's <laughs> where I'm at. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> there you go. I like uh, it. I don't know if you have any more, but we can move I to our segment. I think we need to spill the tea. Let's spill some tea. Okay. Spill the tea time. I'm going to let you go first because I've been talking. I need to shut it down a little bit. Well, I'm just, my spill the tea is just being petty here a little bit. But I want to talk a little bit about Tua Tanga Viola. Okay. Because I keep reading all this stuff that this dude is, you know, number one MVP, blah, 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 whatever you want to say. Yes, they have. They're leading the division, all that stuff. But what I see is a guy who still has a lot of limitations as a quarterback. And when Tyreek Hill is not on the field, Tua does not perform the same way. And that goes without saying. I mean, look what's happened to you know to Patrick Mahomes. He's lost some ground after Tyreek left. Mm-hmm. No matter what he wants to say. He misses Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill, I watched some of that Miami game, came out of the game, and instantly it's like, okay, so you got Jalen Waddell, and he's playing half hurt. Tyreek's got an ankle that's nagging on him. And they lose a, they lose a game that they shouldn't have lost. Mm-hmm. Now... They got the Jets coming to town. And I don't care what anybody says. The Jets defense is still elite Super Bowl level elite. That defense is really, really, really good. So Tua is going to finally get somebody in his face. 
And we're going to find out what two is really made up. I was laughing because I saw somebody was talking on social media and I kind of agree. It's like, well, Tui hasn't gotten paid yet. So maybe I hope he does get paid. And I say this and I should right. back up the train before I even go there because I have to say in all honesty, Tua as a human being, he is a great guy. He is a really great guy. I just don't see the big deal about him in terms of being an MVP kind of quarterback. Mm -hmm. I think of him much more as a game manager. Gets the ball out fast, does what does whatever he has to do. But as far as having innate talent, physical talent, at an NFL level, I think he's kind of middle of the pack. Yeah, I um, Cam Lewis came out. Cam Lewis, Cam um, Newton came out and said that he put Purdy to a uh, Dak. I uh, one more person I can't remember as quarterbacks who are just they don't oh my god I'm, I'm gonna mess it up um they don't make plays to lift your team up right you're mm -hmm. just you're just i'm sorry game managers right they're just game managers thank you and mm -hmm. that's tua and that's dak and that's Purdy. And, and I would have to agree with that because mm -hmm. Josh is not a game manager, even though this freaking season, they wanted him to be a freaking game manager. And you've seen how that shit happened. It didn't work. <laughs> Josh is not a game manager. Wait, man, I can't even like, what is he managing? What? what? Yo jo Josh is a game changer. That's excellent. Game changer versus game manager. Yes. I'm writing that one down. He can't. Listen, you got a guy where you need your quarterback to make a play. And Good I'm job. not just right. And I'm not just saying throw the ball down the field to Tariq or throw the field down to uh, CeeDee Lamb. I'm saying I need your quarterback to do something amazing to keep this this momentum going and did that's a Josh see, Allen and that's a Lamar see, Jackson. Yes. Did you see the play? Where oh, Josh I, almost? Uh, did you get to see that? I didn't get to see it. I went back and watched it and I was like, where the hell is he going with this? And I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't know what the hell he was doing. Bruce, yeah. The ball goes up. Uh, the dude is just, yes. He is but a on that play speaker. too, Robin. Um, he got hurt. Nobody's seen it. So I went back and watched it and he hurt. He hit his head. He hit it. He hit his head hard too on the, on the, on the grass. And I was just like, Oh, cause he, if you go back and watch it, <clears throat> excuse me. Did he grab his head? He did. But I was oh. just like, Oh, okay. But he got up and I was like, all right, the game continued. So I was like, all right, he's good. But if they would, if they wanted to, they could have pressed it because he did grab his helmet. Yeah, and you know, those are those are all probably concussions that never get counted. Yeah, right. Right. So, sure. so yeah, I that is game man, that's game changing right there. 
Yeah. I don't see a Tua doing that. I don't see a Dak doing that. I don't see a Brock Purdy doing that. Like those are Lamar's. Those are Patrick Mahomes. Even maybe a Burl. Maybe a Burl. Mm-hmm. Burl is just he's Mr. Cool. He is. He reminds me more of Tom Brady in terms of yes. coolness. His, oh yeah. His evenness. You will never like you could it could be a high state game and you go check his pulse and he's just steady and you're just like, you're a killer, dude. Like what you're and not that ain't Josh. No. no. <laughs> Josh is a hot reactor. Yeah. He is a <laughs> you're just like, okay, I, I see what you're doing, buddy. I just need you to do a little woosa, just scream out loud real quick, and then get back in there. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely definitely well, I spilled the tea about Tua because I think he's overrated, but I like him as a person. I yeah, it's it's it, I am fascinated to see how this team is going to play because it's December. December football with meaningful football and it's 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 a narrative out there for the Miami Dolphins that they can't win in December like they fall apart in December and this is not helping because their center went down um just recently awful um Tyreek is dealing with an ankle he's day-to-day and um to a last game he looked a hot mess and now they're going against um the Jets and the Jets apparently gonna, got some fuel. <clears throat> they're going to go after him. Oh, yeah. Is it Miami? Salah's job is on the line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're and gonna, and I think Zach wants to now prove a point. They have this. He had 300-something yards last last week. So, And that defense is still that defense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It is, it's going to be very interesting to watch that game. It is. Um, but my stability <clears throat> before let me take my sip before I get into Have your tea before you spill it. Ooh. <laughs> Love it. Spill the tea. Um listen. Before the, t- the the game even started, the Bills got hit. And prior to that, this week has been crazy. The Vaughn situation. Nope. Yeah, the Vaughn situation. And then Tyler Dunn comes out with an article. Shaboosh. Fan base goes crazy. Shaboosh. 9-11. Shaboosh. Steph Diggs don't like Josh. I mean, um, um, Coach McDermott. I'm like, wait, what? Hold on. I'm still dealing with Vaughn here. And then I'm like, we're going against a big Chiefs defense here and Patrick Mahomes. And you mean to tell me you're trying to assassinate my freaking head coach because of some personal stuff that you don't like? You need to take a step back, bro. Your personal issues with Sean McDermott is yours. The fan base don't need to be pulled into your personal attacks on this guy. And your 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 character assassinating him with Sean McDermott. If he doesn't care nothing about anything, he cares about his character and who he is as a man. And for you as a man to go, 
to go and say nasty things <clears throat> about another man because you got fired and not so much because he he was um buffalo news right he, he was Buffalo News, and he left and went. If, if I understand correctly, um, to the Bleacher Report, and that's where he was working, I believe, when he wrote the article about Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> and I'm not. And sure. then he got blasted for that, did he not? Yes, he did. Aaron Rodgers took him on. And I don't know if you want to play with Aaron because Aaron is just as nasty and petty as the next man. Absolutely. And Sean doesn't go, Sean doesn't dig like that. No. He's, he's definitely not that type of a guy. I respect Sean. I met Sean McDermott one day at um, downtown. It was the basketball tournament when they had the basketball tournament um, in CC here the first one year. Scared as hell. I went up to him. I said, hi, Mr. McDermott. He was like, hey, how you doing? And I was just like, he was just so warm. He reached his hand out and he shook my hand. And it was just like, wow, first year, his first year he came here. And he was like, I was like, I'm just, I'm a Bills fan. I've been a Bills fan for you for a minute. He was like, well, get ready. And I was like, I think I'm ready. He was like, we're, we're, we're going to do some special things this year. And I was like, and you know, I don't know him, know him, but he just seemed very genuine. And from, from that, I took away like, Bro, whatever you have against Sean McDermott, make it your own. We don't need to know. I don't care. I personally don't care. But when you start taking on a man's character and, you know, saying this and saying that, it's just a personal tax on him. Was It was not necessary. And, like, then the fan base went on in it. It was like, you know, they, it was already a hot topic anyway because people want Sean out. Sean's not going anywhere. Y'all seen the speech. Brandon Bean gave him a ball. Terry Bagula was back there smiling and clapping, and that's my guy. Everybody was crying. This guy's not going anywhere. So, you know, I just thought it was nasty. Wrong timing for me. Great timing for him. You got on a show. So I guess the clout is the clout. You got what you want. I just thought it was nasty. That's my spill of tea. Oh, well, maybe I'll start with having a little tea of my own, <laughs> coffee tea. Yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from. And the questions that I had about this article. And I read your, um, yeah, I, I read wrote, yours too. Yeah, yeah I you wrote hit it. it. You nailed it. Thank you completely you. nailed it. Thank you. I had to think about it because I was actually on a podcast the night before when it was just kind of announced and I didn't have a chance to process my, my thoughts about it. Whenever anything like this happens, it takes me some time to think about. I go other places in my head in terms of, of course, in my profession, the first question I ask myself is like, why? Mm -hmm. Why are you writing this article? And why are you saying this thing? And I understand that you have 25 anonymous sources, but I don't care if you have 1,025 anonymous sources. 
to me, the article was not balanced. There was clearly an agenda. Mm-hmm. And the agenda is whatever means necessary, take Sean McDermott down. I don't know why. I don't know what Ty Dunn's beef is with McDermott. Some people say it has to do with credentials, media credentials, et cetera. Let me ask you this. If you were a coach and you had a journalist who wanted credentials and they had a history of writing pieces like Ty wrote about Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. wouldn't that concern you? Absolutely. Wouldn't that concern you? Why would you want that person having access to the players? And let me tell you, there is a, there is a, as I see it, and this is just my opinion, but this is how Ty Dunn operates. He ingratiates himself. Isaiah McKinsey. Precisely. Jim Monos, whatever. Mm-hmm. Access that he had, has, and then exploits it. And, and you know, and maybe Isaiah McKenzie didn't do his homework or his agent didn't do his homework, whoever didn't do their homework to say, listen, maybe stay far away from this guy because he's not doing this out of the, out of the goodness and trying to get you exposed out of their exposure out of there to say, hey, the fan base wants to know what Isaiah likes to eat or what Isaiah likes to do in his downtime. It's not. It may look like that on the outside. It's shiny. But what he's really trying to do is get information on Sean. So I'm going through you or to whoever. get that. Right. Or whoever. Right. Whoever thinks or... something negative about Sean, put him on the show. Hook, hook them up with me. So. I've always been, and thank you for saying if you go to Twitter, you look and look at my feed, there's a thread and it goes into all of what I think about the article. So I would suggest you go there and check it out. But at the same time, and oh, by the way, I decided to do it that way because I did not want, this wasn't the opinion of Buffalo fan base. Mm-hmm. It was my opinion. And that's why I took it to, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, instead of writing an article for the blog about it. That was a a conscious decision of mine. But the exploitation of players for accomplishing whatever goal you have Mm -hmm. seems nefarious. It It seems manipulative. I get that that there's an agenda there. I think the article was self-explanatory in terms of the agenda that was there. And again, I'm just going to go back to like, why? Right. Why do you do this? Why do you, why do you do this? I get, and I, I've had, I've been, I've met John Warrow, who is a great guy. Mookie is a great guy. Tim Graham a great guy. And I understand now what journalists do much better than I did 10 years ago, because I've learned more about professional journalism. I still question whether or not it's professional to make these kind of character assassinations. Mm -hmm. 
basically. And I get that, that there is an agenda there. And the agenda is clearly to advance your own career. It's not to ride in on a white horse and, and get rid of the evil McDermott. It's to promote your own career. And yes. I understand that. I don't take anything away from that. It's just not my personal belief to go out in the world and look for things to complain about or look for things to attack somebody with. There, there are people out there that that's what they live for. They're very passive aggressive. They, they want to attack everything and everybody. If you say X, they're going to say Y, no matter what. Mm -hmm. I get that. And I also understand that in investigative journalists do very good things for society. We need them. But you can also use that skill for good. You don't have to use that skill to annihilate somebody. Right. And I just mean, think about it this way. It's like, how would you feel? Because that's the way I sort of operate my life. How would you feel if somebody did that to you? Mm -hmm. If somebody basically ripped you to shreds and, and said, there's 25 people that think that you're just, you know, you're just a narcissist and you're just a jerk and blah, 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 whatever. But then you don't, and you, and if you reply to it, which I don't think Sean will, I mean, no. he addressed what he, he needed to address to. Yeah. He shouldn't. He, he shouldn't. Right. Um, but you, you can't, and that's a hard thing because when someone is talking bad about you personally, you wanted to defend yourself. You want to defend yourself because that's what you're supposed to do. If you're saying something that's just negative about me, not true, I'm going to say something to defend myself. But imagine you, you can't even do that. Like Sean, if he wanted to, he could, of course. But what is that giving? It's giving. It's giving, it's giving you more airtime. Right, right. And sometimes just saying nothing and allowing it to be what it is and people around him and players around him. And that's the most important thing is that Josh came out and said that that's my coach. That's my guy. He's one of the best, you know, guys, uh, men that I know. So, I mean, I, them saying that alone, I, I, that, there's no need for Sean to say anything. The other thing that I think about, and it's just something I feel the need to say, is when I ask that question, why? It's like, do you think about when you write these things, do you think about what kinds of things are going to happen to his kids at school? Do you yeah. think about the consequences? Because that's a, one of the things that I thought about is like, oh my God, those poor kids. Can you imagine what his kids are going through at school? Yeah. It's terrible. So don't care. I just don't think, I just think the world would be a better place if, if you took your investigative skills and used them for good. Yeah. But you get, you get likes and, and other but, stuff and when you, dollars. yeah. Yeah, when you you write negative things about people, so that 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 drug, that clout drug is real. So yeah, you know, but um, yeah, that's that's our that's spill the tea. That's what I thought. We spilled yeah. it. We did. 
And now we're going to move on to Dallas. We're going to talk about Dallas just a little bit. And um, our next opponent up here, <coughs> excuse me, a tall task. It's going to be a tall task. Dallas has weapons out of, out of weapons, out of the weapons. Like they got CD Lamb, like CD Lamb alone. They have Byron Cooks. I mean, they have um, Brandon. running back Powell. Brandon Cook, my bad. Mm -hmm. um, running back Powell. Um, they're solid. They? They're solid. The tight end. Um, and they're playing good. They've been playing really good for the last month. Jack has been playing MVP level right now. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You know, the defense, uh, Michael Parson, he can line up anywhere on that defensive line. He can line up. Um, uh, oh, who's their oh. defensive back that has like six pick sixes or some ridiculous um, thing? Bland, um, Brand, Brand. Oh my God! I, yeah. I'm like, whoa. Josh, better watch it. No, You're not even that. Gilly, um, Stefan Gilmore has seen uh, the Fountain of Youth, apparently. So it's <sighs> offense, defense. It's a lot. It's a lot. The Bills. Have to play sound football. Fundamentals have to be sound. Yes, mistake-free. Try to have mistake-free football when it comes to Josh. I think this is a man-man um, type of a defense, which I would love because you play man against Josh. Josh is going to kill you. We'll so, see. yeah. Um, we'll see. I think we need to really be able to run the ball. James yes. is going to be extremely important in this game, in my opinion. Yes. And I don't know what's going to happen with Diggs because Diggs is, he's due to have a game. And I don't he know what is. was going on last week, but he's due to have a game. And, and so, if, if they don't double cover him. So she was saying that Diggs has a back problem. I and I that. forgot. Hey, Kathy, thank you for putting that out there because I remember reading about that. Yeah. And I wonder if that is a problem for him. Maybe that's what's bothering him right now. And I totally forgot that he did because I want to say <clears throat> it was a Philly game when he got hit, the late hit. Yep. Yep. So maybe it was from that, but it's a tall task. It's definitely a tall task. We need everybody to be loud and proud. Yes. It's not going to be cold, but I mean, it's going to be I think 45 and it, it might start raining during the kickoff. So definitely going to need the fans to be loud. And this is a dome team. So anything outside maybe will affect them. Yeah. But I appreciate you. I'm about to lose my voice and enough. <clears throat> enough. We've been at yeah. this for almost an hour. I can't believe it. I yeah, I know. To, I we had to talk. We had to talk. We didn't. We missed last week, so yeah. we're up for it. Yeah. I have to say thank you to my dear partner. I love you so much, and I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Love you and too. Hopefully, we'll have something really good to talk about next week too. Even if we don't, we will make it. We'll talk anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're we're coming back anyway. How about that? Um, like not, we're here right Two this times. this was our 50th episode happy 50th, happy 50th. this <laughs> journey is awesome great we're not going anywhere we're going to do 50 more and then 50 more after that so it's just the beginning of, of this podcast that we decided to band together and talk football
best thing I've done in a long time. Love you so much. Love you too. Thank you again, guys, for listening in. It's a drop on Friday. Thank you, Robin. Appreciate you always. Love you you too. This was Tea Time with Robin. We are out. Go Bills. Peace. Peace out. Until next time, Mafia, this has been Tea Time with T and Robin. The bills make me wanna. Shout!